where you're just inside the line or just outside the line. It seems like you're having trouble squaring up or something because all of them seem rushed. At least it did last night. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, we got, I think we went uh, third quarter, we shot 8% effective field goal percentage Mm -hmm. from the field. No, we shot 12 uh, 12 two-point field goals and probably about eight or nine of them were layups that we missed. Um, We were one for 12 from there. Uh, So, I mean... We're getting, like, again, we're getting good looks. We just got to finish it. You know, we, we had our opportunities. Uh, I really like, though, I really like how we uh, got the ball inside, and we got to keep doing that. Um, I need to put more of an emphasis on that. Um, and I thought we got some good action off our ball screens once we got some cut-throughs on our offense. So, uh, again, we got good looks. You know, Crawford's was a well-coached team. And when you play them, you got you to hit shots because they're, they're, they're going to uh, play hard just like you. Well, and you know, you you talked about it. Uh, they really concentrated on Ke- on Kelby last night, and it got you some other guys open. You weren't able to to hit those shots, but there was a an instant in the game, and I'm I'm trying to remember exactly when it was, where it looked like you had a chance to go inside, and your your team chose not to. I'm not sure exactly what it. You had a guy open underneath, but instead they passed it around and went to the other side. And you got a little frustrated out there with that. It's like you're missing open guys, and yeah. you, you can't afford to do that when you're behind. No, that, that's just playing basketball. I mean, seeing that stuff, seeing it at before before the guy, seeing it as they're moving. Um, we just got to get better at seeing the, looking at the rim, facing the rim, and uh, getting those guys early so they don't have to really make a post move. You know, they're getting they're they're open deeper. And then we're getting it to them late if we throw it, or we're missing that, missing that action. But you know, you're gonna miss guys too in the games. Well, but the fact of the matter is that your team played so very hard out there. There's a lot of contact, a lot of times, and you kind of expect that when you play uh, against Crawfordsville and you play in that Sugar Creek Classic. How do you prepare a team for that kind of game? Uh, these guys, I mean, it's it's same with Crawfordsville, I'm sure, and same with uh, uh, South and Western Boone. Um, you know, when we we go against each other, we're ready to play. You know, uh, and I need, that's what we need from our guys every game, though. We need them to be that type of focus every game. And if we keep doing what we did last night, take care of the ball a little bit better and get those rebounds. Uh, they got us a few times on offensive rebounds, but we spread the floor defensively. We're going to win some games. we got some games left that we can win, and uh, but we just need that effort every night. And, I mean, talk about every night. Um, it's We talked a little bit last night, Coach, about I think one of the – if you do lose on that opening night, but one of the best things about this tournament is you have a chance the very next night to to bounce back and get back in the win column, and you'll get your chance tonight against Western Boone. Yeah, yeah, Western Boone. Um, they played hard the first game, and they're and, and uh, Oakley does a great job at uh, mixes up his defenses, and we're gonna have to be ready for that stuff. Um, but yeah, we got another chance, and it's another game that um, we're gonna have to play hard and. Uh, if we do that, hopefully good things will happen for us. And you've, as, as you look ahead, you know, we're, we're close to the halfway mark of the season for the boys, pretty close. You look back and see what happened, then you look forward to see what's going on. you still got a lot of basketball left to play. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, all these games are preseason. That's what I was told a while back, you know. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you, what you, what you, you're trying to get ready for the sectional, right? Um, obviously, we want to win these games, and so does everybody else. But again, they're not the games that are ending our season. Um, so we just got to keep getting better every day. And you know, we played a lot of guys, a lot more guys than we had before. And hopefully these guys can keep contributing because that helps our helps our guys that play a lot of minutes to get some rest. So and hopefully limit their mistakes from being just too tired. Coach, I mean, even though it was near the end of the game, and um, I know we chatted just briefly about it last night too. Um, getting um, getting marked that three, I mean, that was I mean, <laughs> with that place explode. And even though it was a locker, guys, I mean, the student section, the fans. I even saw your guys' reaction on the bench. And I know we talked briefly about Mark afterwards, and that was it was a cool moment. For you yeah, guys. yeah, real cool. Mark's Mark's from Spain, so exchange student. Uh, and the kids love him there. Uh, um, so, yeah, it was neat for him. And, you know, they look for him when he comes out there. Right. Mark yeah. steps in the game. That's who we're trying to get shots for. And uh, and it was it was a neat moment for yeah. him, and I'm, I'm happy for him. And what's, what's great is he did it in front of a big crowd, and the crowd right. celebrated. I mean, everybody yeah. was giving him a hand, the Crawfordsville crowd and everybody, and it's kind of a neat thing to have for a great experience for him to take back with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. I, I know I, when we were down late in the game, I could hear the crowd saying, put Mark in. So, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe I should have put him in a lot earlier. <laughs> made some shots. <laughs> well, hey, Coach, we thank you for coming in early. Uh, we do know that you've got a lot on your plate today, but you got a game. It's a big game. All of them are big yeah. games. you got a game against Western Boone. It, it's a conference team, so you get to know a little bit about them. And are, are they in your... I'm trying to figure out because they changed all the sectionals now. No, they're, they're not. not in our sectionals. They're, they're not in yours, okay. Uh, yeah, they're 2A. Yeah. So. Okay. Hey, Coach, we thank you so much for dropping by, and uh, we'll see you this evening. All right. Thanks, Billy. Thanks, Cody. That's Coach Chan Arnold of the North Montgomery Chargers. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and we'll come back with Bob Riker to talk about the Charger Girls program. You're listening to Montgomery County Sports Review on Thunder 103.9. Arnie's of Crawfordsville is proud to present the Montgomery County Sports Review. Aired on Thunder 103.9 WIMC Saturday mornings. Arnie's of Crawfordsville serves pizza, subs, sandwiches, dessert, and more. Order Arnie's of Crawfordsville for good food and great service every time. Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. At Taylor Manette, Schneider & Clutter, our commitment is to give clients sound legal counsel and valued legal services. We help people, businesses, and municipalities solve problems in many legal areas. When you call Taylor Manette, Schneider & Clutter, you can expect to be treated respectfully and with prompt service. We're committed to working with you to achieve your best result. For information or a consultation, go to www.tmsclaw.com or call 361-9680. Taylor Manette, Schneider & Clutter. Commitment, service, community. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited, Coca-Cola is founded, and James Naismith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. You'll see us at the county fairs, the school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
Davis Morrison Realty is now Morrison Realty Keller Williams. New name with the same great service for residents of Montgomery and surrounding counties. For all your residential, commercial, and farm real estate needs, call Morrison Realty Keller Williams. For over 50 years, Morrison Realty Keller Williams have been there for West Central Indiana, providing dedication, persistence, and professional real estate knowledge. Call Morrison Realty Keller Williams at 765-362-5878. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. And we welcome you back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. And we're pleased to be joined by Coach Bob Riker, the assistant coach for Ryan Upnaw at North Montgomery, the girls' program, and had a big game Thursday. And unfortunately for Charger fans, you weren't able to, to get back in it after giving up such a big lead early. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> we talk about probably after every uh, game, you know, especially at halftime, we give up a lot of points in the first uh, half. Uh, we struggle to not dig ourselves a hole, but, you know, on the bright side, we fight our way back. Uh, cut it within six, five or six, yeah. I think. And, you know, we just we just got to finish the game. Uh, that's what we tell them. We got to finish, got to finish. Um, you know, give South credit. They did what they needed to do to uh, come out with the win. But, uh down 14 and a half does not make it easy on uh, the ladies to be able to fight their way back, but they always try to. Well, I, I think one thing that you've got to be really happy with your team is they are usually outsized. You don't have a whole lot of size on your team, but you rebounded pretty well with South. It seemed like you stayed with them on the boards. They didn't dominate the way we thought a lot of people thought they would, and that rebounding and you use the coach a lot of times it's just effort more than anything else yeah rebounding we preach a lot uh it's it's effort um kind of read where that ball's going to go off the rim uh, but it helps you know in practice when they're uh they got to box out myself or coach Fortes or, or some of the other coaches i mean you know we're not gonna take it easy on them but they're sitting there you know they're banging bodies back and forth with us and and even for the smaller girls you know they go in there and, and they're going to give you their all they're going to give you the most effort they can uh, it doesn't matter if they're outsized. Uh, it doesn't mean they're going to be uh, outmatched on the mental capacity of I want the ball and that's my ball. We're going to go and get it. And I'll tell you one of the things that I think a lot of people, if you haven't watched North Montgomery girls play, one thing that you'll always be excited about is that effort. You see, I mean, they get on the floor after the ball. They seem to enjoy I, don't, I hate to use the term rough housing, but they seem to enjoy a physical kind of game. Yeah, uh, I've had the pleasure to be around uh, some pretty good teams in uh, my coaching career. Uh, but, man, this team right here, it's, they're fun to watch. Uh, they're fun to coach uh, because of the effort, the drive. They want it. Um, if you've gone to a game, you can see they want it. They're not backing down. You know, a lot of teams are down 14. You're just going to shut down. You know, oh, it's over. I'm not going to bounce back. They won't tell you that, you know, to your face, but you can see it in their eyes. And there's just no quit with this team. And that's what I love about them. Uh, that's why I see the, the future's bright with us. Um, diving on the floor after balls are always preaching you know you gotta you gotta sacrifice at some point um do what you gotta do to win you know give up the good for the great uh and that's what i like to see with this team uh they're not afraid of contact uh they're not afraid of diving on the floor after a ball um you know shout out to claire grimes in the jv game i mean gets thrown to the ground but she held on to the balls a jump ball and it became our possession you know that's what it takes uh it takes those little things to become better and they're working on it every day 
coaching these, even on dating back to Tuesday against North Putnam, you guys were in that game late too. Um, so these first, I was talking with Coach Nupnall after, I mean, says after the break, but I know you guys really didn't have much of that Christmas break with that Delphi tournament in there. But still, these first two games um, of 2023, you guys are playing, it seems like, much more competitive style basketball. Even, the, I mean, obviously you and the girls and the coaches would like to get the wins in there, but um, it's, you're, you're giving yourselves a chance at least in these games. Yeah, I think the girls are tired of, uh, uh, you know, losing the game. Uh, they're going to give everything they have. Uh, like Coach Nuttonall said, you know, we're probably the most underrated team in the area. Um, and we're right there. Uh, we're right there from getting over that hump in the hill and and uh, really starting to uh, mess up some other people's schedules. And and you look back and and see the games that we've played and, and the ones we've lost that have, have been fairly close, right. you know, w within 15 points. I mean, two games last week, you know, we lose by 10 and very winnable games. Um, so, I mean... It's, we're, we're getting there. Yeah. Uh, every day we're getting closer. Uh, it, it's not a lack of effort from the yeah. girls. Uh, I mean, they're busting their butts. And you look at this, um, at least on the girls' side, we're in the last month of the regular season. Um, what's, what are some things that you as a coaching staff know? Or, I mean, obviously, every team wants to be playing their best basketball at this point in the year. So what are the things you guys are going to emphasize? Because you guys want to – there's some games on the – and you guys got some tough games and with some conference games left, um, but you want to at least end the regular season strong as you build momentum for the sectional. Yeah, we're trying to focus more on uh, the little things, uh, being mentally tough, mentally strong to do the little things. Because uh, a lot of people forget about, uh, you know, the boxing out or, or the throwing a pass fake and then passing the ball. We're really trying to focus on that stuff because I think that's what's going to put us over, over the top and, and get us over that hump is by doing those little things. And so... Uh, really trying to focus on those, really trying to beat it in their heads that you've got to do these if you want to win mm -hmm. these games. Um, that, that's what winners do. Winners are going to do the little things to uh, be on top of the scoreboard at the end of the night. And so that's what we're working on. Uh, girls are ready for it. They work hard. Uh, they're in the gym every day and ready to go. So looking forward to the end of the season here uh, to see how we play and, and see how we finish. Well, Coach, as you prepare for games, I know Tuesday you've got Green Castle. You've got a team that South Monette was able to play without the, the one girl wasn't there yet. Gloria Brewers. And she has become, you know, a star. We saw her against uh, Crawfordsville, and she's just she's just a handful. And uh, you, I know you get a chance to game plan for a player like that. But it, it'll help you in the future also because you're going to face some other teams that have real, I guess, called star players. Yeah, we got Greencastle Tuesday. I believe we got Danville on uh, Friday. Um, but, I mean, we've played some other good teams. Uh, you know, Tri-West, we held them pretty good, I felt mm -hmm, like. Yeah. I, you know, the score doesn't show how well we played against a team like that. And, and uh, I'm a firm believer in just because you have one player doesn't mean you're going to win the game. Uh, so if we do our job and take care of her and keep her under average you know we could walk out of there with a win and that's you know that's what you want at the end of the day is is to come out with a win but uh yeah we got some time to game plan against her and and see what she does and so we got a lot of film on them and, and we'll do our best to try to contain her under her average and and see how the game goes and you get to play her at home and always always nice to Playing to do that at home, that at home. don't have to travel down to green castle so 
those things are, and we will be there to cover that game. So we're kind of excited to see how that's going to come along. And yeah, Coach, we thank you for giving up your Saturday morning to come in and talk to us. And we wish uh, the North Montgomery girls all kinds of luck. Thank you. We appreciate it. Coach Bob Riker of the North Montgomery Lady Chargers. We're going to take a break, and we'll come back with Coach Dan Berkman of the South Mount Lady Mounties. You're listening to Montgomery County Sports Review on Thunder 103.9. Okay, let's make this easy. Tartar Insurance makes it very easy. The old-fashioned home visits and the care taken in making you secure in your coverage, making it easy by being a complete line agency with auto, home, life, business, even coverage on your classic car, a wedding, a pet, and the topic of today's most important asset you have, your personal information. Tartar Insurance making it easy. Peace of mind. Call 362-5552. Tartar Insurance, 2203 Indianapolis Road in Crawfordsville. Locally owned, Gould Body and Paint has proudly served the community and surrounding area for over 30 years. With the latest repair techniques, how to find hidden damage, and how to repair your car's critical safety features so they work properly again, Gould Body and Paint takes pride in providing their customers with the highest quality repair and commitment to restore their vehicle to its pre-accident condition. Gould Body and Paint, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and located at 607 Waynetown Road in Crawfordsville. Gould Body and Paint, check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Sound advice for serious matters. Henthorne, Harris, and Welliver is engaged in the general practice of law with an emphasis in estate planning, probate, real estate, small business, family, bankruptcy, and criminal and expungement matters. For unmatched personal attention and service, call Rex Henthorne, Monty Harris, Stu Welliver, Dave Peebles, or Scott Hobb at 362-4440. Henthorne, Harris, and Welliver. Sound advice for serious matters. At your Napa Auto Parts of Crawfordsville, they're always on the lookout for quality products that will help you get the job done right and save you money. At Napa, you will always find great prices on the things you need to keep moving. Motor oil, filters, belts, hoses, wiper blades, brakes, headlights, and accessories. You will also enjoy legendary savings on legendary batteries. Napa has a complete line of parts you need on the farm, too. Stop by Napa Auto Parts of Crawfordsville, 200 West Market Street. Inflation. Feels like we're hit with it around every corner with no end in sight. Hi, I'm Derek Clore with Clore Insurance Group, and we can help. What if I told you we can lock your auto insurance rates so that they don't increase, even if you have an accident? That's right. We're fighting inflation for our clients with rates that start low and stay there. So while the rest of the world delivers uncertainty, we offer affordability and predictability. And after all, isn't that what good business looks like? Call us at 765-361-6929 and lock your auto rates. Clore Insurance Group, a better way to do insurance. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. And we welcome you back to the Breakfast Company for the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. And we're happy to be joined by Coach Dan Berkman of the South Mount Mounties. And Thursday evening, you got one step toward one of your goals, and that's the... Uh, county championship with a victory over North Montgomery. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, the girls kind of laughed at me, but I said, you know, I, I called it the first leg, and they were like, the first leg? So, <laughs> so um, yeah, we're halfway there, and that's a, that's an important goal for not only me, but the girls. And uh, it was one of those games where the first half you just dominated everything, but in the second half, North Montgomery found a way to get themselves back into the ball game. 
They did. They The second half was a little different picture, but, um, you know, I, I felt like we kind of maintained our composure. We were patient, and I think, really, North just slowed us down a little bit, and, um, you know, our defense wasn't as active in the second half as it was in the first half, so that kind of made the difference. I, it was interesting because I was going to ask you, and I, I guess maybe I, I figured out, your 1-3-1 one, one half-court trap, it almost looked like a 1-2-2 two, two because your wings – come so far up to pick up the ball you're actually getting those traps way out away from the basket which i think is up because girls panic when they can't see their teammates yeah we there's some rules that we have on it and, and you know we'll run it differently depending on who we're playing but um yeah what we were really extending against north because um, i felt like they would they would struggle with it a little bit and uh, that long pass you know to the block that's a very long pass from where we're you know, and D'Lo and our wings are fast enough to get there. So that's kind of what we did that, that night. And, you know, you, you talk about players that play play their roles. DeLorean Mason does so much for you, not just scoring it. She is able to score. She gets a lot of hers on breakaways, a lot of the steals. But the fact that she just makes it so nobody even wants to handle the ball when she's around i don't know if she's got arms that are 14 feet long or what it is but she seems to get her hand on almost every pass she just um she's super athletic and she is long for her size like her she must have some long arms but she just has great anticipation and just a great basketball iq for what's happening out there and um she just has a knack for finding the basketball and what's great is that her teammates play along with they're ready for that yeah they you know they're ready for a tip ball and that's important sometimes you can have somebody who can do all that stuff but then no one will pick up that tip ball no one will will step up and help in that trap and you've got to be very happy with i hate to use the term role players because i i hate that term but you have to be happy with the players who play the kind of roles that you've asked them to play yeah i mean i think i you know i kind of view it that they all they all understand their role so in you know in some ways they're all role players but they understand it and they also embrace it they they don't mind it they're not there's no jealousy or there's no animosity within the girls so that's really what makes this team kind of special at least to me as a coach and you're able to shoot the ball you've you've started shooting the ball a little bit better i know early in the season you were a little concerned about your ability to hit shots and now all of a sudden they seem to be dropping for you yeah i mean um i think as as we progress in the season a lot of a lot of teams have uh kind of backed down and started sagging on us so you know we've had an opportunity to get better looks from the outside too instead of forcing outside shots so i think you know being able to take our time and take those shots has helped but still need to make a lot of improvement on that area <laughs> coach no it's obvious big picture is team and make sure you're winning games and everything like but to have a you know we've we've chatted about d and her lead and state lead in the steals um to have a player on your team who's leading the state in something, I mean, whether it whether it be point rebounds, steals, assists, blocks, whatever it might be, um, that takes a very special player to do that. And yeah. so, I mean, what you know, D'Lo probably doesn't think, oh, I've, I'm the state leader in steals. I've got to have this many. It just happens in the flow of the game most times. Um, but still, to have a player who's capable of like that like D'Lo is um especially defensively to, yeah. to say you have a state leader in, in a stat category is pretty yeah. special i mean D'Lo's D'Lo's a very humble kid i mean she's 
Um, she's awesome to be around. She's and and the thing that makes her really good at what she does is she just plays hard 100% of the time. Um, I mean, what you see there is what you, what I see in practice. So it's she doesn't ever really when she steps on the court she goes mm -hmm. and um, she is she's you know she's kind of making herself into that you know special player. Um, I you know I look forward to another year you know finishing this year and another year with her. And as you kind of. You know, you have eight eight days off from that last game on Thursday. And when we said it doesn't quite feel like eight days off uh, but before your next game against Seager. And then as we, we were talking with Coach Riker, it's the last month of the regular season and a lot of winnable games um, yeah. left on your schedule to where you guys can build some real momentum for the sectional. Yeah, that's that's kind of our plan. Like I think I told you the other night after yeah. the games that, you know, we had a conversation at Christmas about what games we had left, and I went through each one of them, and, you know, we all agreed what should happen. So, you know, we have we have goals for the finishing out here and finishing out strong and making a good run for sectional. Well, and, Coach, something else, and I think it's what makes your team special is <clears throat> I get, you know, I, I was watching the JV, the two-quarter JV game the other night, and your varsity girls sitting behind the bench – they are like they're part of the JV also. It's you got one big group of players, you know. Between that and the fact they love to play with Coach Kennedy's kids all the time, I yeah, that's true. Those two are everywhere. But the the fact of the matter is, is that you see that cohesiveness of the team. You know, I hate to use the term family. A lot of people like to yeah. use that, but it, I haven't seen anybody. You don't see anybody snubbing anybody. You're not talking to anybody. It's a great team effort. Even on the bench. Yeah, I think when I came here, I made that very clear that that's, um, you know, what I desired, the kind of culture that I wanted. And the good thing is, you know, the, the kids in the high school, the upperclassmen, they, they bought into it right away. They're, they were all about it. They're so unselfish. They're good kids. And, you know, when the junior high sees that, when the underclassman sees that, it, it just builds itself. And, um, you know, that goes all the way down to about sixth or seventh grade at this point. So... We, I consider it one program. I don't care what grade you're in, and I, I think the, the even the you know the high school girls they kind of view that that way as well. So hopefully we're building something pretty nice at South. And you know it's interesting because you said the program. It's all about a program. That's how your varsity gets good. Is you work down there, you get down to the elementary, you get down to the junior high, you get them ready to go, and you, you're setting up that culture. Like you said, that's the way to build a program. Yeah, we, we've, you know, I give a lot of credit to the girls because I came in and I was pretty demanding on what we do in the off season and coming to open gyms. And, you know, we got girls that show up all the time. Some, you know, some play a lot of sports, so it's it's hard. But um, they're always willing to, you know, if I say, hey, let's do this for the junior high, let's do this, and they're all in. Um, took the eighth grade, or they were seventh graders last year with us, the team camp last year. They came with high school girls, and that was a great great bonding experience for them so i i look forward to the future well and you know you can talk you were telling us you're going to be do, working with junior high here or elementary kids uh this afternoon doing yeah. a little shooting with them yeah that job is never done for a coach it, it is not not for me anyway <laughs> well i think a lot of people don't realize that it's a year-round thing for coaches and how coaches can do two sports in this uh, day and age, I don't know how it is. You think you could coach another sport? Uh, there is not without shortchanging one of them or both of them. So, I mean, I I wouldn't, uh, you know, I spend I spend so much time with basketball that 
to try to do anything else would take away from what I'm trying to do with basketball. So, you know, that wouldn't happen with me. That's just, you know, it just shows how hard the job is. And, uh, hey, Coach, we're so happy to see you in here this morning. We know you got a one step toward that. One of your goals is the county championship. And uh, I know you don't play till next Friday, but we wish you luck, and we will be there. All right. Appreciate it. As Coach Dan Berkman of the Southmont Mounties, who has his team very close to becoming the county champs. We're going to take another break, and we'll be back with Coach Jake Turner of the Southmont Mounties. You're listening to Montgomery County Sports Review on Thunder 103.9. Tune in Saturdays at 8 a.m. for all things Montgomery County High School Sports with the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie's and broadcast live from the Breakfast Company on Thunder 103.9. Harry's Alignment Plus, the finest auto repair and alignment shop in the world. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm going overboard. But when it comes to alignment, auto repair and auto accessories, and diesel truck performance work and accessories, Perry's Alignment Plus is the place to take your vehicle. Perry's Alignment Plus, located south of Ladoga and County Road 550 East. Call 942-0122. Perry's Alignment Plus. If it's got wheels, we can fix it. At the Forum Family Restaurant, you'll leave with your fill and more. Don't miss out on their weekly specials. All-you-can-eat tacos on Tuesdays, fried chicken on Thursdays, walleye perch or shrimp on Friday, and other delicious daily specials that you can stop by to check out for yourself. And you can get breakfast all day long. The Forum Family Restaurant, 1410 Darlington Avenue in Crawfordsville. Family owned and operated since 2002. Open daily 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. The Forum Family Restaurant. Wabash College is proud to support high school basketball in Montgomery County and wishes the players, coaches, and fans the best of luck this season. Wabash is nationally ranked for best access to professors, best classroom experience, best alumni network, highest alumni salaries, best-run college, best school for internships, and best career services. Only Wabash made all of those lists. Shouldn't Wabash be on your list? Join them at Chadwick Court this season to support the NCAC champion Little Giants or schedule a full campus visit by calling 361-6100. At Wabash, you will learn more, earn more, lead more, and play more. Find out more at wabash.edu. Now back to the Montgomery County Sports Review presented by Arnie and live from the Breakfast Company right here on Thunder 103.9. And we welcome you back to the Montgomery County Sports Review brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. We're pleased to be joined by Coach Jake Turner of the victorious Southmont Mounties who were at, moved to 7-2 and two on this season with a victory over Western Boone last night. But, boy, Coach, it wasn't an easy win by any stretch of the imagination. No, but uh, I am really proud of our guys. We we kind of got off to a slow start. I think it was 10-3 to 3 maybe to start the game. Um, able to pull back a little closer by the end of one. Took a lead twice, I think, in the second quarter. And then they took leads again and... You know, it's kind of same thing in the third quarter. We got a lead, and then by the end of the third quarter, they hit a shot at the buzzer, and then they go up two. And, you know, we were just persistent, and we were tough, and uh, we continued to grind on, de on defense and get stops. And for the most part, I think we held them to 
uh, one shot. I'm not sure how many offensive rebounds we gave up. And then, you know, we knocked down some free throws there at the end, and we were, the, we're just very resilient. And it was a team win. If you would have told me in the first half that Carson and EJ had zero turnovers and, you know, I think they had six or seven or, or zero points and six or seven turnovers in the first half, and, you know, we're right there, 17 to 20, uh, that shows that, you know, we're a team. And Kyler McCandless stepped up and I think scored our first five points. Vince Ramondo comes in and hits three threes and scores 11 points. And then, you know, Trip in the second half ends up with – 14 and you know we're just we're just a team and everybody does their jobs and they all defend and they all rebound and that's why i'm proud of them and something else very important is you especially in that fourth quarter you shot your free throws well when you had to you know when when you had to have them because the game was close you would you didn't let them get back in there and uh, a lot of credit goes to people like trip who stood there at the line and was draining them yeah i mean that was a big point of emphasis over the break is you know, because we didn't have anybody in, in the gym after us. You know, every day we've finished with 10 free throws. you got to make 10 free throws before you stretch, and then you get out of here because I think in our first Western Boone game, we were 6 of 17, but really, if you count the front ends of 1 and 1, we would have been like 6 of 20. So, luckily, you know, we shot them better last night, and I hope that's a trend that continues moving forward. Interesting game, the way it went, things were close, and then they had a a mistake where they had six players on the floor once tried to get the ball inbounds and it ended up a, a technical and it turned turned out to be it had been their ball so you hit one of the free throws but then you also scored a basket so it was a three-point swing and scoring right there and it seemed to i don't know what happened but it seemed to keep western boone a little dull for about two or three minutes as you just kind of dominated them for a little bit yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we'll take all the help that we can get. That kind of reminded me uh, my first year as a varsity coach at Attica in the sectional semifinal. Uh, we were down by one with two seconds left, and we drew up a lob play, and then uh, everybody starts selling six. There's six on the floor, and there were six guys on the floor for North Vermillion. We got technical, made two free throws, and won the game. So uh, I guess there's something about me where uh, <laughs> we'll take the breaks. Luckily, both of them have worked in our advantage uh, so far. So uh, you know, I can hear a coach say, hey, we do that in practice all the time, go five on yeah, six. Yeah, you know, that was a strategy we worked on over break where we tried to get in the opponent's mindset and, you know, trick them into putting six guys on the floor, distract the officials, and we'll get two free throws in the ball. <laughs> but you got some play out of some young guys. You know, you guys, a lot of guys with not a whole lot of varsity experience, and they seem to really handle it well. I was really impressed with Kyler McCandless's yeah. play. Kyler's Kyler's just a great kid. You know, he he's a great athlete. I think he's maybe our fastest kid in the school. I mean, he Trent Jones was an amazing athlete last year who went to state, I believe, in, in track. Yeah. And, and Kyler was our second fastest kid on the track team. And you know, in the sectional semifinal against Linton, he caught two long touchdowns. Right, yeah. I mean, he is fast, but he's also tough i mean he basically plays a big for us um and and he knows the game plan and he's a great help defender and uh he does exactly what we ask him to do and, and he steps up and you know we've got seven guys that all have different strengths and weaknesses that we can rely on in the game and then you know carter hubble's starting to work back in and you know we thought he might be able to play this weekend unfortunately his knees are still bothering him a little bit but you know when he comes back we've got eight eight guys that we can rely on and, and that's huge um because you know 
you never know when you're going to need different guys' strengths and weaknesses or strengths in, in different games. And, Coach, it, with that win, it sets up a rematch of last year's championship game against Crawfordsville. I know you and I talked about that a little bit after last night. Um, while the you enjoyed all the success that you had last year, the, the Sugar Creek Classic was one that got away from you guys, and, and now you get a, another crack at the team that knocked you guys off last year, and it's you get another crack also at another county rival too, and so it's going to be another physical, um, fun county game for and for Sugar Creek Classic Championship tonight. Yeah, um, you know, they played really well last night. Uh, they got off to a little bit of a slow start in the first quarter, but after that, uh, I thought they played really well. Um, you know, they run their stuff well. They know what they do, and, uh, you know, last year they threw a wrinkle at us. Last night, uh, Western Boone threw a wrinkle at us, so we're going to be prepared for some of the different wrinkles that they can throw at us, but then eventually... Most of the time, while teams will throw something at you, eventually they're going to resort to what they do best. So um, it's just going to be a testament of, of, you know, both teams are going to throw punches, and then who can withstand those other punches and then, you know, keep punching back. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be a close game. I'm sure it's going to be a fun game for both teams and all the players involved and uh, both the fan bases. But, you know, may the best team win. Well, Coach, last night you started out facing a box from one right now i'm not sure if you prepared for that so it takes team a while to kind of adjust okay right. what are we going to do but then they threw the three two then they went to the two three one thing coach oakley did was he kept changing up the defenses a little yeah. bit and by the second half your team was able to adjust on the run yeah i, I thought in the first quarter we were and really in the first half in general you know, they're playing a junk defense, they're playing a zone defense. That should be a defense that you're pretty comfortable against if you're not the guy getting, you know, the box and one. Uh, but I just thought we were, we were off balance. I thought we were forcing passes and just being patient. You know, they call it a junk defense for a reason where if after a while there's a lot of holes in that. And, you know, watching it on film, well, we'll show the guys this this morning is, you know, there's just, you just got to be a basketball player. Understand, hey, the middle's open. Hey, the... You know, instead of just standing over here on the weak side wing, flash into that open area, get the ball, turn and face, and make a play. Um, you know, and then against the zone, you know, we kind of we have our offense. We know what we want to do. The key is just not being impatient and and letting the defense give itself an opportunity to break down. You know, the I emphasize all the time that the more ball reversals you get, the higher scoring uh, uh, your points per possession goes up because. Most high school defenses, you know, especially well-coached high school defenses are going to be really good on the first side of the floor when, you know, it's just like a shell drill. Get that ball side and help side changing, and then eventually one guy breaks down, you know, they're not moving on the uh, on airtime, you know, you're able to get to the rim, and, and then you get a, an and one or a layup. And uh, But as I told multiple people, and I told one of our kids, I said the ironic thing about basketball and sports and sometimes life in general is that, you know, when when you're the s dumbest is when you're the most athletic. And then you kind of in your mid-20s, you kind of meet that equilibrium where you're still your peak a, a peak athlete, but you're actually, a, you have great basketball IQ. And then that basketball IQ keeps going up, but then your athleticism <laughs> keeps going down. 
You mean you couldn't be on the floor? You couldn't be on the floor with them? Uh, I can tell them exactly what to do. I would know exactly what to do, but I would be gassed and two trips up the floor. (laughs) So uh, I think my playing career might be over. Oh, that's too bad. I know. That's sad to hear. But, uh, Coach, as you move on, you've still got a lot of season left. You're about halfway through. You get to look forward to your 2-1 and one in the Sagamore Conference. You still have a, a chance to gain that title, too. You have to be looking forward to those games. We are, but uh, another thing that we emphasize is you can't wish away your life. And, you know, we want to live life in the moment. All that matters right now is I'm going to go get some more coffee. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go cheer on our JV, help coach our JV, hopefully win a JV Sugar Creek and you know get ready for tonight and and hopefully win a varsity sugar creek tonight but uh none of that will be easy but uh, we'll take it one day at a time sounds great coach thank you so much for coming in thanks guys coach jake turner of the southmont mounties they will be in the championship game tonight as they take on crawfordsville in a county matchup we're going to take another break and we'll come back we'll have one of the crawfordsville coaches with us you are listening to the montgomery county sports review on thunder 103.9 arnie's of crawfordsville is proud to present the montgomery county sports review aired on thunder 103.9 wymc saturday mornings arnie's of crawfordsville serves pizza subs sandwiches dessert and more order arnie's of crawfordsville for good food and great service every time Meet you at Arnie's on 114 West Wabash Avenue. And listen for the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie's every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 to hear the latest on high school sports. 1892 is a pretty big year. The Pledge of Allegiance is first recited, Coca-Cola is founded, and James Naismith publishes the rules of basketball. Oh, and Tri-County Bank opened its stores. This is Chuck Dixon, President and CEO. For 130 years, Tri-County Bank has served our great community, and we have plans to do so for at least 130 more. We do more than offer great banking products. to assist us at the county fairs, and school functions, and community events. Why? Because that's what community banks do. Tri-County Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Now, back to the Montgomery County Sports Review, presented by Arnie. And live from the Breakfast Company, right here on Thunder 103.9. And we welcome you back to Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. We're broadcasting live from the Breakfast Company, and we're happy to have Coach David Pierce of the Crawfordsville Athenians with us here this morning. And, Coach, I have one question. What kind of strategy is it? against against uh, North Montgomery that you get behind early and then come back? We call it possum. Oh, uh, okay. We, you know, we, we decided that our best bet was to, to come out and only score six points in, in the first quarter and a half and, you know, kind of catch them, you know, like we're sleeping and then try to turn it on. No, we, uh, we took a timeout. I, I told them, it was funny, I was talking to some of the guys way after the game last night, and I was like, man, I was so frustrated. I was like, I wanted to yell, you know, to motivate us, but I was like, all right, what am I gonna, what am I gonna say? And it was, like, we're just missing shots, like we're missing layups and taking tough shots. North always just plays their best, best defense out the gate. And so, you know, I they came to the bench and ended up not trying to motivate, we'll say, or yell, or I was just like, fellas, you got to relax, you know, just hit some shots, focus, or maybe it's the pressure, I don't know, um, but you know. 
we got to get back in the game. Let's speed them up. Let's change our game plan. Let's start running and jumping. That'll hopefully create some, you know, fast break opportunities to get layups. And once the layups fall, then, or get to the line, you know, get to the rim and get fouled, that'll get us going and then we'll be fine. Well, sure enough, that's, that's how it panned out. So, yeah, we didn't get off to a good start. Um, I don't necessarily know that it was focus or effort. I just think, you know, we just missed some shots and we're able to weather the storm a little bit. And then obviously I think we went on a 34 to five run um, there where our defense really, you know, locked down and created some opportunities for us. Well, it, it, it's interesting. You, you, you have a team speed. You've got so much team speed out there. You run with the ball, but you weren't getting scoring like, out of your, your three perimeter guys. Yeah. You usually get points from them, drive the bucket, whatever. But you were able to get the ball inside, and Alex Sadian really had a good ball game. Yeah, he he played phenomenal for us. He was 6-6, six six, I think, from the field, yeah. and he's done that a couple times this year. And, um, and to do that against Norman, that's tough. Norman's one of the best post defenders in the area, and so... Um, you know, I thought Alec played a great game. He re rebounded well. Um, he's super fast. I don't. That's the thing. I was just talking to Jake. You know, like nobody knows. Like in middle school, I don't think he lost a track meet. He's a hurdler, um, and then he's a phenomenal goalie. Um, we call him the Wall at Crawfordsville. Um, but yeah, he 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 played amazing. Uh, there's a kid that you know last year you know was on the C team. Um, really didn't get an opportunity to play JV just because of the situation in our depth chart and we didn't have any size and. You know, funny story, we were this summer, normally we've gone to D1 for about 10, 12 years, and uh, it's a team camp and injuries and people were going to be out. And so it, we we're considering, like, you know, what do we do? And um, well, I, I know this. I know Alex Sadian really works hard and he puts a lot of time and effort in whatever he's doing. And he comes from a great family. I was like, he actually needs to go to, and Rob Williamson, one of our assistants, was like, he needs to go to post band camp. And so we were like, yeah, you do. And so we searched, his family searched, we found one for him at Hanover. Alex shows up, he's the only camper for a college postman camp. Whoa! And so it's hilarious, and we find this out later, but I mean, what better to have a bunch of college coaches, college players, you know, they come for this camp, one kid shows up, and he ends up getting all the individual attention going against college kids. Hey, here's how you do this, here's how you do that. Um, and then next thing you know, he skips JV, varsity starter, comes in, scores 14 points in a big you know, rivalry game in the Sugar Creek Classic, and uh, didn't basically sniff the floor last year as a JV player. So so um, all credit goes to the handover pants. <laughs> you know, well, he's also got a, a guy, an old fart that a, a lot of guys in, in the area know, Ron Hendricks. And uh, Ron's been working with him, and, and I, I, I call Ron, you know, coach. I. I was with him at Wabash. And, Ron's uh, been around a time. He, he, he knows a lot about basketball, and he's he's getting a lot of help from him. And then obviously, you know, there's a lot of people around him. When you have a good kid that just looks at you and, yes, sir, and then does it every time that way, like you just taught him, and you don't have to reteach something. Like you can teach a kid a lot of things. And so, um, you know, he's, he's, a, he's I told him the other day we were doing – a, a drill and there was kind of a little bit downtime he walked over to me i looked at him in the eye i looked at him again i said man, you are you are fun to coach man you're so fun to coach hey coach talk about last night your adjustment you were getting nut drake burris didn't score till fourth quarter uh ethan mclemore didn't score till late tyson fuller played really hard inside there but 
your ability to adjust and find ways to score. Of course, it helps to have Kale Corsi on the floor. Yeah, I thought Kale really stepped up last night. Um, you know, I, somebody told me last night that's that's the Kale Corsi we've been looking for. You know, whether that's him finally, you know, not playing at 50% or injured or. Um, he, I felt like he asserted himself, you know, at times, and that was that was awesome to see. Um, we got a little pickup last night from our freshman, Mason McCarty. Um, he came in. He's not on anybody's scouting report. We knew that. Um, we knew he's getting close to getting some varsity time coming up, and um, obviously North had no clue about this kid coming off the bench. Uh, Kelby was inside the free throw line when he was coming in, and we're like, shoot the ball. And sure enough, we reversed it. I one saw more you motion time. over him to shoot. In the, during the game, I yelled his name. Look, he made eye contact with me in the middle of our offense. I said, shoot the ball. <laughs> sure enough, we were lucky enough. It came around one more time. He touched it and buried it. And uh, that got us going. Because then it's like that when you when Ethan, you know, is usually getting to the rim or he can hit the outside shot or Drake, you know, is a slasher and dimery. Like they're usually scoring when they're not. It puts more pressure on our guys. When a kid comes off the bench and buries a three, it just takes pressure off. And um, I thought that was huge for us, them stepping up. Obviously, we um, tried to, to do different things. I thought North did a decent job on defense of taking some of the things that we like to do away. Um, but when we got into the open court and we, where we weren't trying to run sets or anything, that's that's when we were probably going to be most effective. And so uh, we changed our defensive plan for offense. And uh, I think that's that's what changed the game a little bit. We were it was interesting. Ethan and, and Drake um, early on were not pushing the ball. We wanted to play at a high speed. We wanted to speed the game up. And for whatever reason, they didn't. And uh, maybe that's because it's their first, you know, Sugar Creek Classic and. There were four schools worth of communities there, you know, watching the game. It was a fun atmosphere. A uh, giant band. That, that was awesome. <laughs> there were you drums know, everywhere. It was fantastic. And, uh, I mean, that can have a, that can impact a, a teenage kid. And, um, but once, once things kind of got settled and, and we got some things rolling, I, you know, I felt like, um, you know, we did a decent job. You, you mentioned Tyson Fuller. I, we always give a player of the game afterwards in the locker room and, I hesitated. I didn't know who to give it to. Was it Alec? Was it Kale? I mean, they, they did such a nice job. But Tyson Fuller, um, Kelby only scored four points when Tyson was in the game guarding Kelby. Um, the, the other six that he ended up getting was when Tyson was out of the game and we were resting him. Um, man, he is such a cerebral player. He's so smart, straight-A student. I think he's taken three AP classes. Um, he... He did a phenomenal job. The first game we played North, he, he got into Kelby, you know, a sophomore. Let's put some pressure on right. him. Kelby was able to get by and get to the paint and score pretty much at will in the first half. Second half, we made an adjustment, and we played that way this game, the whole game. And, you know, and basically Tyson, when he was guarding, held him to four points, and that was huge. Um, he's, you know, Kelby also is their leading assist guy. So if you if he doesn't get the bucket, he usually is making that extra pass. Mm -hmm. He kept him in front. He wasn't able to make plays. And so um, Tyson was has a big reason we go on a 35-4 run and because they were able to shut him down. And now it's south again. Yeah. I think you've, we've been in this situation before, haven't we? Yes, we have. And, uh, and tit for tat, you know, one, you know, one game we play well, one game they play well. Um, you know, as far as, you know, wins, losses in the last couple of years, um, you know, it's going to be a hard fought drag out fight um both teams play hard 
Um, both teams know each other pretty darn well. Um, I was sitting there listening to our guys talk about this and that, and this kid likes to do that. And I'm like, you guys know more about South than I, than I thought. And um, No scouting report for this one. No. You know what's funny? That You're probably right. The more sometimes when coaches, um, we can overcoach sometimes, and, and sometimes it's best to just let them play. And, uh, you know, that's that might be one of the strategies that we, in, in different aspects, that we just, you know what, go get them, guys. You know, and it, it takes a little bit of pressure off of trying to know everything and this or that, you know, that that can be our job and we can make adjustments on the fly. Um, our guys just need to come out and play hard. Um, their emotions will be high. Um, hopefully, um, you know, we handle that well. Um, I think there's a couple of things we can do to take things away, but South's deep. Um, they've got some shooters. Um, you know, they're what are they seven and two now? Yeah. And uh, that's there's good reason they're seven and two. Um, they're multifaceted. You know, Kel Hess can get you off the dribble if you if you if you let him. Um, you know, they've got I, I feel yes. like they have three shooters. Um, you know, two set shooters. Uh, obviously, in Trip Ward and, and um, Ramondo, like they'll bury it if you leave yeah. them open. That, that's. I thought Weebo's plan was great until they didn't know that Ramondo can shoot threes. Uh-huh. And I was like, how do you not know that kid? <laughs> um, that's why you go to the JV Sugar Creek Classic that you're playing today right now. Because you, you you see those kids up and coming, and, yeah. and you know. Like, you cannot, and they did. They left Vince wide open. Um, had they not done that, I think, you know, it, it, it might have gone the other way. And so kudos to, to South making that adjustment, getting him in there to, to hit big shots. And, uh, you know, that – and then – I mean, we haven't talked about their best probably all-around player, you know, their best defender, their best post player, their best, you know, tough guy, loose balls, rebounds in, in chat. And so, um, you know, there's there's a – everybody's going to have to do their job uh, tonight. And normally, you know, we play five, six guys. You know, I think we're going to have to go deeper into our bench too uh, just because we're going to have to give guys rest because it's going to be one of those games where – um, you're going to have to be on your game because both teams have enough players. If you catch one guy on defense, gets caught sleeping, you're going to make you pay. And so it uh, should be a fun game. Obviously, great atmosphere. Um, we are to, I'm sure they've circled this game um, from last year. They had a phenomenal team last year, and we were able to squeak one out. Um, but, um, you know, I was really happy. Our, our, we had a huge student body um, last night. It's one of the bigger student uh, cheer blocks we've had in a long time and so that was really cool they were able to celebrate with us afterwards and uh, hopefully they'll return tonight I, I know south will and, and it should be a good atmosphere well we look forward to having fun and we'll be there with you tonight and good luck and maybe you can be a repeat champion yeah we, we appreciate it thanks guys coach david pierce of the crawfordsville Indeed. athenians and we're going to bring tyler smith on as we uh, move toward the top of the hour, and we bring Tyler Smith on the girls, girls uh, Crawfordsville Athenians, and and coach, this season has been one of those up and down and up and down seasons. Where do you feel your team is right now? Are you up? Are you down? Are you in the middle of a ramp? Where are you? Uh, right in the middle of the roller coaster, I think. Okay. You know, it's we had that big win going into break. And I said on the show, actually, that, you know, you'd love to keep playing after that. I mean, it was good to go into break with a win, but the way we were shooting, we would have loved to uh, keep going. But um, had pretty good uh, practices over break. And then um, I also mentioned last time that our first three games uh, out of break are challenging. 
teams with size, teams with uh, good records. Um, so we played at Sheridan. Um, it was a physical game. You know, we would like we would have liked to compete more than what we did, but um, there were some positives. Uh, and now we get uh, Speedway today, another challenge, uh, especially with their size. Um, but it's a, a game I think we can compete in if we if we show up and we're ready to play. Um, uh, it's our first home game in a while. Uh, and then we play uh, Weibo next week, Riverton, Monrovia. Uh, I got south in a couple weeks. So uh, you kind of, as a coach, you, you try to prepare the team for those ups and downs and know that, you know, we've we've responded before after a loss. And, you know, it's a long season, so keep it going. Well, and, you know, you're, you're on the down slope of the season itself as you prepare for sectional. But you've also got other things to look at here. As a coach, you're even... They, kids may not know, but you're looking forward to next year. Where is this team going to be next year? What can I do with this kid to make her a little bit better for next year? How do you feel that's going? Because you really don't have a, a whole lot of, well, you have two seniors on the squad, yeah. so you've got a lot of underclassmen. Yeah, I like the direction we're going. I mean, I think coming into this year with everything that we lost, um, it was going to be, you know, how many, how much can we squeeze out of this year? You know, can we raise the floor? Can we... Um, surprise some people. I think we've already done that to an extent. We'd like to do more of that, you know, the second half here. Um, but I like uh, what we'll be bringing back and something we can build on over the summer where we can say, like, hey, we've tasted a little success. Here's kind of what we expect at, at the varsity level. Now let's use the summer or the off season to really implement and put in, you know, uh, the direction we're trying to head. So um, I like what we've, what we did, you know, in the first half there. Uh, especially with a couple of those big wins and especially the, the close games. You know, we lost the North Putt by three, team that normally smokes us, so mm -hmm. that was a positive. And then even that night, I told them that we're going to learn what it takes to win close games. Well, all, all four of the close games that we've played since, we've won, so um, that's a positive. But, yeah, I like the group that, that we have uh, as far as uh, what we're trying to build. And, Coach, I, I think one thing that, that a lot of people – I, I don't, they don't realize how important your JV is to you because you've started using some some girls who just were playing JV beginning of the year. You've kind of worked them in the lineup. That I think that gives a lot of girls a lot of uh, impetus to really play hard on the JV to get that varsity playing time. Absolutely, yeah. We, we want to reward the girls who are working hard and uh, competing and uh girls that are coachable and girls that are you know they're playing well in jv we want to give them a look at least if it's you know a couple minutes here and there maybe it's the end of a game and i think we've also seen from our group a lot of our girls that were uh, jv only last year and, you know not just the ones who are like well there's open spots so that's like a natural fit we've had some girls who made a really big leap from one year to the next so hopefully that shows our younger girls and you know our freshmen or jv players that keep working hard uh, you have a chance to, uh, you know, really make a make a dent on the varsity either this season or next. Okay, now this Speedway game is an afternoon game or a 12.30. 12.30, so you get to play them at home? Yep. Hey, at least you're at home there. Like, they get to put on the white unis for a chance. That's right, <laughs> yes. It's been a while. I think it's been three, three or four weeks since the Attica yeah. game, so looking forward to that. Well, hey, Coach, we wish you all kinds of luck in that game, and uh, we'll see you along the road somewhere, I'm sure. All right, thanks a lot. Coach Tyler Smith of the Crawfordsville Lady Athenians. And, uh, Cody, it's about time to say goodbye here as we get uh, done with this show. Thanks to all six coaches for dropping by. It kind of makes it interesting. You don't get a whole lot of chance to 
to talk about issues, things that are going on now. Uh, can you do Cody's Corner in 20 seconds? Uh, real quick, sure. Um, first of all, big thanks to Jared. He is um, at Franklin uh, today covering South Wrestling at Team State. Um, they That's not a tournament that you can just go to. You get invited mm -hmm. to that tournament, um, as South has kind of been a staple of that tournament for the last few years. Um, so thanks to Jared for being there um, this morning. Um, Wabash has a... I'm calling it their biggest game of the year um, this afternoon. It's a home game against Wooster, uh, conference championship rematch. Uh, two of the top teams in the conference. Wooster's undefeated at 4-0. Wabash is 3-1 in the conference. Um, then we've got Shirt Creek Classics tonight. Um, next, next Saturday, a little bit of a preview. Con conference swimming, conference wrestling. Um, and also, before I go, real quick, a big congratulations to, I want to get their names right, because a North Girls Wrestling is continuing the tradition of having a girls at the state finals. Uh, Haley Coons, Marissa Moffat, and Chloe Douglas all last night at the regional qualified for the state finals next Friday. Um, that's at War Warren Central, I believe. So after having the Campbell twins being one of the most dominant wrestlers in the state, Norse is going to have three more girls wrestlers at the state finals next Friday. That's that's a great thing to hear. And, and a lot of success from a lot of athletes in the county. Absolutely. All right. Hey, we'll be back on the air. We'll start at about 540 or so as we have the consolation game between Western Boone and North Montgomery, and then the championship game to follow of the 16th annual Sugar Creek Classic. We'll also have a game for you Tuesday, Friday, and next Saturday. So we got a lot of basketball coming for you, and we invite you to tune us in again next Saturday at the same time for the Montgomery County Sports Review, brought to you by Arnie's of Crawfordsville. Have a great week, everybody.